Hey guys, it's Erin with F The Office, and welcome to another episode where we meet the people who are daring to live differently. Today we're talking to Mike Smutka. He's the president and co-founder of Buckets. And if you're not familiar with this tool, it is an amazing project management tool. It's one that I personally use. It's 100% free, and I definitely recommend that you check it out. I am really excited about this particular interview because Mike shares with us what he, as the CEO and president, looks for when he hires freelancers to work with buckets. If you're somebody who works online, you apply for remote jobs often, and then you find that it's like crickets and nobody gets back to you, and you find yourself thinking, what the hell do people look for when I apply for these jobs? This is the interview that you want to listen to because he shares his secret sauce that's not so secret anymore, and he shows us exactly what he looks for when he gets ready to hire somebody to work with him. Not only was this a really informational interview, but stick around to the end to find out why you should be careful the next time you go out and eat sushi with your coworkers. All right, Mike, thank you so much for joining us here today at FC Office. Thank you for having me. We're super excited, and the burning question on everyone's mind is, what made you say F the office? <laughs> well, I, you know, I think for, for everyone, F the office means something different. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for myself, it meant redefining what office meant, the word office, right? And that has been part of my entrepreneurial journey going on 14 years now, really. And so uh, I'm in an office right now. I happen to be <laughs> in an office. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, needing everyone together in one office, um, that's really what has, has kind of made me say F the office, is that that can mean that we can have offices in different parts of the world. That can mean that we can have some people in an office, some people not in the office, some people working in the office two days a week, some people at home three days a week. Whatever helps us uh, achieve the best end result is really all I care about. And so... If that's in an office, great. And if it's not in an office, I could care less. <laughs> I love that. I really like what you said about how it's really about redefining what, what the word office means. It's not necessarily a cubicle anymore. Sure. Um, but exactly. I am kind of curious for people who, who aren't familiar with buckets, um, why did you decide, you answered this a little bit, but why decide to build a remote company? Like why, you know, how do you guys work? Do you have offices in certain cities? Do you tell people, you know, work from home if you want? co-work if you want. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we originally developed buckets because I had all these different people I was working with in different parts of the world, uh, both on maybe the client side and I had uh, remote employees maybe working from home. We had a couple of remote offices in different parts of the world. Um, for, for buckets, um, we originally had one freelance developer that I had a past relationship with from another project. Nice. He was working out of his house. Uh, we hired uh, one of his friends and then another one of his friends and they were all working out of his house. Now we have our own, our own office. Um, down, so uh, most of Bucket's development happens uh, in a city called Morelia, Mexico. Um, and we have a, uh, yeah, and so we've outgrown uh, Andreas's house now, unfortunately, and we have uh, we have a house, another house that we rent down there because we love the culture that it actually provided. We had this little startup house, and so we wanted to create a bigger startup house where we could expand and recruit. And it's sort of uh, the the environment that we have down there is sort of this this cool thought that you probably have in your head of what does a startup house look like where people are coding but throwing things at each other and whatever. Uh, and and that's what we we've, we've built down there. And um, you know, if things keep building with buckets. 
maybe we'll need a real office, like a bigger real office someday. But if we could just keep uh, getting bigger houses, that would be great. No, that's amazing. And honestly, I haven't come across anybody before who's building basically their own startup house. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and something else you mentioned that I think is amazing, clearly, is that now you work with freelancers who are international. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, uh, like a quick story from the long ago, um, yeah. you know, I, I started working with my first like freelance type of setup. Um, let's see, I was 16 at the time. So that, I'm 34 now. So I think that's like 18 years ago or something like that. That's amazing. I had this, I had this little online business and it was a video game review website was what it was. And they would, all these uh, game publishers would, would send me the games before they came out for free to review. And I started having people come to me that were interested in being involved in the project. And some of them, one of them was in Australia, one of them was in the Midwest in America. And so we started kind of putting this little team together and they just wanted it to be paid with video games. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> that was, so that's kind of where that, uh, that mentality uh, started for me, you know. But, so, um, but I've never thought of, uh, of, of, of space or borders or anything or time zones or even language for that matter, having mm -hmm. to, to define where we hired people. Mm -hmm. So um, oftentimes for us, what happens is just like with the, the bucket story, we'll, we'll start by hiring one remote freelancer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have plenty of, of, of things where we hire someone, they do a job and they did a great job and that's all there was. But then there's other things where we say, hey, this has some momentum. We really enjoy working with this person. Let's start kind of building a team around them. Very and then cool. that kind of starts to take a life of its own. I can imagine. And is that something like you if so, you hire a freelancer, a lot of our audience are freelancers. Mm -hmm. um, and if you say this is successful, I like working with you, does that then become an opportunity for full-time work with you guys or do you keep everybody strictly as freelancers uh it, it certainly can be full-time work and we hope so actually because um we we love the flexibility of working with freelancers it's a great way to get an introduction to mm -hmm. someone but at the end of the day we're kind of like old school like hey let's keep it in the family kind of guys and uh so i really love to um find someone that I like working with and say like, Hey, let's like get on this journey together and do something special. Um, I love that. But you know, sometimes you know, a really good freelancer, it's not a given that you can hire them also. They're in demand, you know, they're, they may might enjoy the flexibility that freelancing provides. Um, and that's great. And I've certainly had times in my life where I was like, you know what, I want to work from Positano, Italy for the next two months. And I'm not going to be concerned with like, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but then there's other times when you kind of have to be ready for opportunity to come knocking. And if you're a freelancer out there, that is probably, I think, the best way to, or one of the best ways to have opportunity potentially come find you if, as long as you keep, you know, doing good work. I absolutely love what you said. Do good work, find good work, it, grow your yeah. clientele. I love that. Absolutely, it will happen. And one of my little secret sauces that hopefully doesn't get out by mentioning this, but there's obviously there's a lot of great freelance websites where people can go and say, hey, I want to get hired for this or that. And yes, we do leverage those websites and those are, that's one of the ways that we, that we find uh, potential freelancers. But oftentimes what I prefer to do is I prefer to find people in what, in kind of like their native environment for their craft. So for instance, if I'm looking for a designer, I like to go look through portfolios on Behance, which is a place where 
designers go and put up their portfolio and at least in its it's kind of original format it didn't really have any intention of like hey come hire me um you know i think all these websites out there are now trying to get a little piece of that pie but mm -hmm. it's still just a great place to put up your design portfolio and it shows uh pride in your work and it yes. shows what you would show to a broad audience not shaping like a portfolio to my job at, right yes. Um, and it shows, I get to read your bio that's for everybody, that's for your friends too and whatnot, you know, and I get an idea of like what your personality looks like. And so I'll do that. I'll go on Reddit boards for different development technologies if I'm looking for programmers. And I just want to find like, okay, who are the really talented, smart people? And then I want to look, I want to get in touch with them, talk to them and see how are the other skill sets that don't really have to do with the programming or the designing or whatever it may be. But, you know, what's the personality like? Uh, how do you... Uh, how are you going to handle instructions? Like, like, how are we going to work together when we're in the fire together? <laughs> right. So a little more like looking at the cultural fit too. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, totally the intangibles. Um, you know, I, there's two things I really care about when, when trying to find an employee of any kind, but it becomes exponentially more important, I think, for a remote employee. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, one is the, the ability to handle some level of ambiguity really well. Um, so like okay, when, you have, when you, when you, when you provide someone with an instruction, you know, and, and sometimes you can provide the perfect set of instructions. And then other times you're like, I just got to get something down. I got to get it started. And then I'll come back around and, and mm -hmm. try to answer questions and whatnot. And so someone who can handle ambiguity, even if they're at the desk next to me is really beneficial. But if they are, you know, 6,000 miles away where the answer to their question might be 12 hours, mm -hmm. well, that's like that's another level of, of helpful right there. And then the other thing is just general like attitude. Like we want to have people that are positive people that are not full of themselves. You know, like I, I don't mind like someone that's good knows they're good, mm -hmm. but you know, have a little humility, please. Um, <laughs> you know, and so if in theory, at least when people are being interviewed, they are trying to put their best foot forward. And if their best yeah. foot forward is like, I can tell this person has an attitude, like wait six months till this person has let their guard down and you get to see the real, the real person, then you'll, you'll have all sorts of fun. So um, those two things are great. And uh, just like hiring, uh, it's hard to hire good freelancers, like I was saying, it's hard to find people that have those two skill sets with a great core competency of, of programming, designing, writing, whatever it might be, that uh, you can keep around long enough too, because these are the people that become managers, that become entrepreneurs themselves as well. So, um, you know, we really, when we find people like that, we really try to bring them into the company and, and see how we can make them a long-term fit for us and, I love and, and vice versa. We're, we're often, you know, we're recruiting them more than the other way around when it comes to really good people. I absolutely love that. I love that notion of, of building a family with the people that you're hiring too. And you said so many things that I feel like we could go in so many different directions on. Something that for sure stuck out in my mind is how when you look for people, you're looking in their niche. You're not necessarily looking on a LinkedIn or some kind of professional profile. You're mm -hmm. looking just for something that's going to let their personality shine, that you're going to be yeah. able to see this person has passion and the know-how. That's yeah. probably the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, like, uh, you know, I, I think like, uh, like I'm probably not the rule these days, maybe the exception in terms of uh, some of the things I look for at least. Mm -hmm. um, like if I could read your Twitter feed, you know, your Twitter feed or your Facebook and there was stuff that on there that was funny, 
It's like, I'm going to put a gold star next to your name. Cause like, that's going to, that's going to be great for the company culture. That's going to make it fun for us to all log into our Slack room every day or whatever. And yes. those are things that I just like, I can't, uh, I can't test for that. I can't say like, okay, let's see how good you are at PHP development and how funny you are. No, I mean, so, uh, <laughs> put a joke but, in your code and let's see if I find it. I love that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I like, I like as, as much as I can get to know the person. Great. And, um, you know, when we're hiring, and especially when we're hiring, a, like, a, a new team, mm-hmm. um, we have to start somewhere. Because, like, the example with Buckets, we, we hired a lot of, like, friends and friends of friends and people that mm-hmm. these guys went to school with and whatnot. But you got to start somewhere, you know. It's like making sourdough bread or something, right? You need, like, that little bit of dough to start. And so um, that's, that's the key part. And, and, and so... Like that's where getting to know that first person's personality. Sometimes I even go take a trip and like, hey, let's. Um, I'll I'll come to the other side of the world and let's uh, let's have a let's have a coffee or a cocktail or whatever you want, you know. So um, putting putting that extra effort in the initial stages will you know pay dividends for years and might be the difference between success and failure in your project. To be honest. Oof, I absolutely love that. That's music to my ears. And I love that you take the time to go meet your freelancers. I think something for freelancers who are listening, something that we all can do maybe a little better, especially working remotely is making an effort to meet the people that we're working with, even if that means video chat, but it makes a huge difference. It, it, it totally does. Like when you're just doing um, like typing chat or, or, email even yes. it's amazing like that like the image we get in our head of people and then we go meet them and it could be so drastically different and it can go both both ways you could think this person's awesome and then you go meet them and you're like God, she's kind of a jerk <laughs> <laughs> um and or you could someone could be kind of come off as soft-spoken in one environment but then you you know you hang out with them for you know maybe that first hour they're a little reserved but you get past that first hour and like you're like oh my gosh like this is a great person that, that we would love to be in business with for the long haul you know so it, it is so it can make a huge difference baby steps you know f- phone call video chat airplane ticket you know whatever yeah <laughs> man whatever you can do whatever you can swing you know it's true because these are the things that relationships are built on and that's so awesome yeah yeah absolutely All right. I love that. And we are going to move on. You gave some really solid advice. And uh, before we we finalize our conversation today, we're going to move on to a really quick surprise lightning round. Just going to ask you a couple questions and whatever comes to your mind, first and foremost, just let me know. All right. Scary. All right. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. Hope you're ready. All right. So Mac or PC? Uh, sorry, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> there was I, a slip up there. I, there was a little uh, Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be a PC, but it's still a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That was a Freudian slip. Yeah. Android or iPhone? Uh, Android, but I have an iPhone right now. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Luxury travel or backpack travel? Ooh, uh, I I gotta say both on that. I gotta do, I gotta I gotta uh, I gotta brave it for a few days, but then I need. I don't know. I need to be pampered too. So I don't know. <laughs> a little bit. Foodie or non-foodie, which I guess is what the opposite would be. I am a, I'm a huge foodie. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. Okay. You're a huge foodie. So speaking of foodie, do you have some like a favorite foodie story, maybe food on your travels or something like wacky that you've done before? Uh, well, I, I'm a huge sushi eater and I'm not like, Hey, let's go get California rolls. I'm like, what's the weirdest thing on the menu? Ooh, I like uh, that. 
so when was this? Couple couple years ago, uh, we had our development team at the time. But it was a few people at the time up from Mexico to come visit our offices here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I took them to one of the more interesting sushi spots here in Seattle. And so my favorite thing is is sea urchin. Uh, like oh, call it, call it uni. I love that. Yes. And so I like I like to get these. They're called like uni shots, and they have the uni, and then they have the quail egg and some ponzu sauce. Oh my god, it sounds and amazing. I, and I gave it to these to our developers, and they had no idea what was coming. And Lily, who is who's one of our best developers on our team, she threw it back like a champion, and just it, <laughs> almost everyone. <laughs> She kind of kept it in, but uh, but it was it was really close to being a, a, a restaurant wide disaster. But and the best part is it's all on video. So <laughs> like video shared in your Slack or video we can find this online. Video like we might have to put this up. <laughs> <laughs> Not to embarrass your team, but if you need help, we'll, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll ask Lily, and if she says it's cool, you can uh, you can retweet it out. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. And again, that's the best part of working with a bunch of freelancers and like having a culture that you love is you can post embarrassing videos of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with their permission. I love that. Of I love course, that. Yes, so of course. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike, thank you so much for talking to us today. Um, you had some really exciting gems about working with people that you love, how you find the people that you can work with and grow that culture together. And, and it was awesome. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. And before we sign off, just let our audience know where we can find you at Buckets and your amazing tool. To find us, just go to buckets.co. We have a, it's a project management platform. It's really built with the idea of thriving best within teams, but we've also tried to make it so that we can start it out as your uh, personal productivity organization tool, and then it can build into teams or they can run parallel to one another. Um, uh, we've, we built it from years of experience of having all these remote teams around the world and kind of trying to come up with processes and efficiencies to make sure that not only could we get things done, but remain having a life of our own. So, um, it's a totally free product. Please come check it out. Buckets.co. Um, I guarantee you'll, you'll like it. Love it. Yep. I can guarantee that as well. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for checking out this interview with Mike, the president and co-founder of Buckets. We hope you enjoyed it and found some valuable content. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your jam and you want to get more weekly interviews with people who are daring to live differently. Again, I'm Erin with F The Office. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you on next week's episode.